are listening to the 2120 Podcast, where two guys have one conversation about people and things that inspire us, things we've learned in business and in leadership, and things that entertain and amuse us. And we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Now here's Matt and myself, Jim. All right. What do you got for me today? I don't know, but I just was kind of thinking about the subject, the topic of bouncing back, right? Do you, people have setbacks. You have a, a performance that it's it's not uh, it's not your finest performance. It's not your finest hour. Something goes wrong with um, I don't know whether it's a presentation or a sales presentation or maybe it's just something that um, you do and you're prepared and you feel good like. You've done all the all checked all the boxes, right? It's it's gonna be good. Yeah. And for whatever reason you leave it and you and you, you like you're left with some doubt. Maybe people didn't respond a certain way. Uh maybe you just have that gut feeling that, yep, that one missed, but you're not really sure why. <laughs> right. So so it's just kind of like that question of resilience and bouncing back and you know, some people have just like this tremendous natural confidence about them. They're like, that's yeah, fine. Like, hey, I did great. It's on them. And I don't mean that's like from an arrogant standpoint, which would be like you're not coachable and or humble and enough to take feedback. But but uh, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of an interesting topic. It was something I was noodling around today. Um, how do you bounce back? Well, it's kind of funny you bring that up because it would have been, what day was it this week? Laney need to go to the chiropractor. Um, Monday maybe before I went to work before I closed and I drove her to the chiropractor and uh, our friend who is the chiropractor, his son is a wrestler wrestlers wrestles at uh, a college in Iowa. And, you know, he was, he knows that I'm, I'm close with, you know, the Branses and Gable and all that stuff. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I, you know, so-and-so my son, you know, drop his name had just a, a horrible weekend first tournament and it just i think he used the word like train wreck um you know he was talking to his dad and his, he told his dad you know my my brain told me to shoot and my body just st- like stood there and he got beat yeah um and you know the chiropractor wanted to know like from a coaching perspective what would terry say like if you ask terry brands like this is what my son's dealing with well like what's going on and there's there's a lot of questions and i so i said you know what i'll just i'll reach out to terry and yeah. see what his thoughts are and I told the I told the chiropractor I said like it's probably just a bad day like people have bad days you know some some days are worse than others for people but you know for the most part like if like you're not always going to be on your game like you're you're fighting you know maybe you're getting sick maybe you're tired I mean there's so many things that happen that you know this day for this this kid who was wrestling like it just didn't go his way yeah now how does he bounce back you know that that's the big thing because once. You know, once you get in your head, it's easy to take a step back and be frustrated and let that eat at you. And then it affects you instead of, you know, having the resilience to go, you know what? It was just a bad day. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to bounce back. I'm going to, I'm going to attack it. I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to look back and go, yep, it was just a bad day. From a, from a performance standpoint, like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with that because (laughs) <laughs> right it's, it's like why 
why do you have a bad day? If you've done the preparation, if you're prepared, let's say you're not tired. Let's say you're, you've, you, you've eaten well, whether this is an athletic performance, a business performance, or whatever it could be. Let's just imagine everything's good. So why is the performance off? Maybe it's the audience from time to time, or Absolutely. maybe it's the opponent. Maybe it is somebody else was having their perfect day. Right. If it was like in a sport, so especially a wrestling, like a one on one kind of situation, if I'm matched up with somebody and they're having like that day, their perfect day, maybe my best isn't going to. Oh, know, yeah. I am going to get beat on that day. But uh, I don't know. It's just I, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with that notion of it's just a bad day. That feels like somewhere between a cop out and an excuse. And yet I fully recognize that's. It happens, but but I guess what I'm asking is is like is there your there's a picture right over here on your wall of Dan Gable that's a really cool picture, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking Dan never settled for that. No, I mean he got beat once, you know, and that kind of changed his mindset. And you know, like the the crazy thing is to think about his his career, he was undefeated all the way through college and then his last match where he could have gone out out of this huge high, he lost. And a a person that isn't as strong mentally as he was could have easily said like, I mean, it could could have been devastating. I mean, you have a, you have one Rhonda Rousey. Yeah. She comes to mind in that conversation. You know, like you could be done. It could could be over. Like it, it, it could basically, you know, you never wrestle. You never do that ever again because it just it, it eats at eats at you. And like, um, no one remembers the guy's name that beat Dan. You know what though? But like that guy knows that he beat Dan, and his family <laughs> sure. knows that he beat Dan. Yeah. And you know, I you know I don't even know what that guy's doing after like in in life right now. But I know what Dan Gable did. Like he was in the the room the next day, rolling around getting ready for the next thing in his life. And he turned that switch from like, yeah, that sucks, but now I got to get better. Yeah, And I think that's a great point, Matt, because really there's what two options out of it. You either, either move forward and, and put it behind you, use it as fire, use it as motivation, or you allow, allow it to consume you and make you question yourself or doubt yourself. You know, the guy that Dan beat, we, or that lost, I'm sorry, that beat Dan, yep. we don't know his name. He's not a household name like Abel, right? So, like, did he have his perfect day that day? Yeah. I mean, like, you could, I mean, you could. And how awesome You could that? chalk it up to so many things, and it's, like, we, as a human being, you're not a machine. So, you know, like, you watch the, um, the computers that are connected to a robot that hit um, golf balls. And they can basically, through all the different calculations, get a hole in one every time based on the swing, the where the ball is going to go, and like you watch these arms swing and the the ball goes out, do do on the green and it goes right in the cup yeah. every time. Like it's yeah. just it's just money. Now, that's not human being because my body turns differently, the wind blows a little different. I'm, I mean, there's so many different variables that come into play where we're we're not we're not machines. So when you look at it and go. Did that guy just have a better day that day? Yeah, he, like he did. He won. So something about that day um, put him with his hand being raised. Now, 
if you look at everything leading up to that, there was interviews that oh, Dan, sure, yeah. Dan was giving. Like you're yeah. you're going to go out in your career. Like there's no chance this guy's going to beat you. You're going to go out in your career. You yeah. know, being undefeated. How big of a deal this is. Like it's televised. Like it's it's such this. You know, from an optic standpoint, everybody's watching. So there's pressure there now. Greatest great human beings that are good like this, they rise to that challenge. They want to do it well. There's so many different variables that you go. Here's a guy that comes in and goes, I can beat him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you were that guy, you're looking at it going, man, he has so many distractions right now. I hope he prepared for me because I'm going to put him on his back. <laughs> and you know what? He he beat Dan. Yeah. So, I mean, you could chalk it up to it was this or it was that. And, you know, I'm sure if you ask Dan and you know, we've, we've talked to him about this a little bit too, you know, like <clears throat> he would love to go back there and do it all over again. I think, I think he would have done things differently. 50 years later, it's it's yeah. still oh, I'm sure it haunts very him. real. Yeah. Very haunting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the that's the crazy the, the craziest thing. It's the <laughs> the one loss it's, in your entire your entire career, you know. And you know, I guarantee you there's other um team, you know, Iowa wrestling, you know, losses that he had that he might look at and go, man, I, I want that one back instead. You know, because it was it, it meant more, you know, whatever that looks like. But you know, the the easy out is, well, I'm done. Well, I think that's kind of where I was just going to is the easy out is, is I'm done. Uh, it, it was too hard to get back or, you know, I, I'm not invincible or, or whatever it is. It's like, it's it for Dan, it was a second chance. Well, it was, it was, it was a launch pad. It was, but, but on the note of a second chance though, you don't always get a second chance. And Dan, you know, Dan didn't get a chance to finish out. He, it, there wasn't an undo button for him in that. He, yeah. he couldn't go back and fix it. So all there was was to move forward. And and I think maybe there's the lesson in there that I'm figuring out just talking this through with you is like, yeah, you can't go back and fix that event. So don't let it cause you to make another mistake or another series of mistakes. You got to keep moving forward. You know? It's... I... I do I love making mistakes? No, I don't. But I love learning from the mistake that I made mm-hmm. and looking at it and going, okay, how did I just fail? Oh, that's because I, I did this this way. I should have done it that way. Like you learn from it and you go from there. Now it's like it, at my age, as I'm seeing things in, in my workspace and my girls, like I don't need them to fail. Like if I can help them so they don't fail, then I'm going to step in and make sure that that happens. Uh, someone at work, like, if I can step in and prevent you from, you know, taking that one on the chin, like I'm going to step in and I'm, I'm going to help you with that because I've been there. It sucks. Here's what I learned from it. So let's just, let's just fix it. Businesses that thrive and continue to just kick butt, learn from every mistake and they never make it again. You know, they, they, they look at it and go, man, we screwed up big time on this one. Where did it go wrong? And they trace it back and go, right there it is. We can't do that again. And you, you take a step forward. Teams and businesses that constantly fail, they're done because they don't try to fix it. They they fire the, the person because they think it's always it was his fault. Sure. And they don't exactly. look at the other thing. It's you know, the I mean, finger pointing. It is it's right? finger pointing. I mean, look at like coaching, college coaching. When you win, things are great. But when you start to lose, the optics because comes on it from the standpoint of ugh, who, Iowa football. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
we were rocking. We were number three in the nation. It's like everybody's number going, two. number two in the nation. <laughs> everybody's going, oh my God, this is a big deal. And yeah. guess what happened? Then we started to lose and everybody's going, okay. I mean, it all comes back to, is Ferentz the right guy? Is his son the right the guy? I mean, you're throwing all these different things, but when they win, he, he's, the, he's the man. But when you start to lose, then it's like, okay, he sucks. He should be gone. He's overpaid. This, I mean, there's so many different things. And it's, it's just funny when you can be that, you know, armchair quarterback where you kind of just, well, that's easy. Yeah. Just, you, you have all the answers. Yeah, I, I would have yeah. called that play and I would have called that play, but you know yeah. what? It happens so fast that you go with the play that you, your, your, you know, your team can do and it gets shut down. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not immune to criticizing if you like during an Iowa football game, one of my, things that I'll do is I'll just watch what other people are posting on Facebook. And sometimes sure. it, it gets really ugly. It can oh, get yeah. really ugly. It's frustrating when the team you're invested in is, is having a poor night though. You know, but poor performance is a part of life, isn't it? Oh yeah. A poor performance is something that happens to the best of people. The most elite people can have a poor performance. Michael Jordan is the most elite basketball player that I can name. And I know he had poor performances. He didn't make every shot. He wasn't 100% from, from three, the free throw line. You know, uh, I, I think that's the interesting thing is the mindset, the, the toughness, the mental toughness, the grit around that that's fascinating to me is I, I don't have it at the level that athletes like those guys have it, which is no matter what, I'm going to bounce back. No matter what, I'm going to go through this. Why Steph Curry, you know, he can miss 11 in a row and still shoot the 30 footer and then he drains it. And then that's like, he's on now. Right. But if he didn't take that 12th shot after he missed the first 11, a lot of guys just shut down. Oh yeah. Well, it's no one likes to fail. No one likes to miss the mark. I mean, that's, that's, it's life, you know, now when you win, it's great. Like you want to shoot more because you just like there's days where you just can't miss. Yeah, it, it, it all goes in. Like, yeah. in it's good and it's bad. You're it's the yin to the yang. I mean, it you're gonna get it, um, but if you just stop, it, it never comes around again. Like you got to keep swinging the bat. You got to keep you know shooting the ball. Like you have to keep taking that shot, taking that chance, that risk, and then know that it will come back around. Know that you know the five P's: prior planning prevents poor performance. Knowing that you put the time in. You've researched it. You you got the reps. You, you know you you know that you can do the job. Know that after you miss five in a row, you're going to make the sixth one. Okay. If you don't have that mentality, you're going to miss six, and you're going to miss seven. You're going to miss eight, and like you're in your head so bad, so so much that you completely take yourself out of the game. Then the coach pulls you, but he didn't pull you. You pulled yourself after you missed shot number seven. I'm just trying to think about this also from the, the sports makes it easy. And for me, it makes it feel not, not threatening, but from a business standpoint, that's where like, okay. So if I have a poor performance, I may not ask, be asked to ever do that again. We're not going to call me oh, back in, in your, in your job poor performance in my job. Right. Yeah. So I either, I either when I have one of those and I'm going to have one and I have had one, there's two ways I'm going to go, right? We come back to that. I'm either going to hang it up and say, I'm not cut out for this. 
uh, you start listening to the doubters and the haters and all that, or you create another opportunity and you face the fear and you are prepared and you're polished and you go and you, I mean, that's what it means to, to me to be a professional is you, you, you know, there's another P the persistence piece I think is just huge. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, like in, in your job, if you get hired to present on something and you bomb, yeah, there are so many people in that, that audience or that meeting group that looks at it and goes, well, yeah, we'll never hire him again. And word of mouth then spreads. Right. Instead of, you know, chalking it up to a, a bad day, yeah. you know, like you have to, you know, go into that meeting knowing that you're ready and it's going to be good and you're going to be awesome and you're going to do the job. And when something gets thrown at you and it kind of knocks you down a little bit, you're on one knee standing right back up and you're fine. And no one sees what's going on. They don't, they don't get it. I mean, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't notice that it was, it was a bad thing in, in your eyes where you're going, man, I just completely screwed up because you recovered so fast it's it's gone and you nailed it and then guess what your phone rings the next day saying hey i want to hire you hey i want this over here i want to do this and you slow we were talking about before we got here like you're having an amazing year Mm -hmm. it didn't happen by accident Mm -hmm. okay think about all the times leading up i mean you and i've been talking for years and it wasn't all always like this there was days where I looked across the table at you and you, I could tell you were beaten a little bit. Defeated. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we talked through things. Yeah. And, you know, I remember there was one day where I said, I think you're just doing too much. You have too many things going right now, trying to get going. Yep. You're not getting good at the the one or two yeah. because you got five moving parts right now. Let's get good at one and two. And now you look back and go, man, if I would have done that earlier in my life, sure, sure. Would, would I be farther ahead right <laughs> Absolutely, now? You know, yeah, like... Yeah there was always that this new fancy thing you were trying to work on and the stuff you were doing was good, but now you fine tuning, you made it great. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting noticed. Now you're getting phone calls. Now you're, you're, you're driving your business forward. And I think that's the the cool thing from the standpoint of, you know, inner circle or friendship. Like you could have easily looked at it and went, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I should not be doing this. And, and you had a friend across the table saying, no, 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 you should. Let's just be smart about this and figure it out. And you look back and go, okay, we did. And that was successful. And now I sit across the table from you and you're telling me about this thing you're going to do tomorrow and how jacked you are about it. And I saw the freaking dollars and cents. Like it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It is so cool to see this and it's going to happen. And it's only going to happen more because you now have momentum. Mm -hmm. You know, you that's know, a big, big mo is a hard is a hard thing to to work with, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of effort to to start it, and you just got to try so hard to not let it go because it's that's the thing with momentum is it builds. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, I think this is a really good thing because <clears throat> when you are when you're in it, whatever it is, whether it's the athletic event, the season or the business, you know, what, whatever it is, your ability to persist and bounce back is probably the key to why some people don't and other people do. That's, and I don't know if it's something that you can be taught. I think it's something that you can have that inner circle and you can have encouragement and you can have people that say, listen, you know, quit, quit crying in your, in your, you know, tears, right? Just whatever I, cliche I was trying to say, but do this instead. Mm-hmm. Modify this, enhance it this way, 
stop doing this, start doing this. And, and now that takes you into a place where you're set up to, to not just survive, but to thrive. Well, I think it goes back to the other question is how bad do you truly want it? There you go. Hungry. I mean, do, yeah. you, do you want to be the most famous wrestler in history or are you going to let one loss define the rest of your, your career? And I think that's where Dan came in from the standpoint. He wanted to be the best and he wanted, you know, to get back in that room the next day so he could start working on that. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at people that jump from job to job to job and they're never good at any position that they take because it's always all the grass is going to be greener if I do this or if I do that instead of going, no, I'm committing to this. I want to be the best in this category. I'm going to pour into this as much as I can. I'm going to have people pour into me as much as they can. I'm going to be successful in this. How bad do you truly want it? Well, I really don't like this job, but you know, I'll, I'll just kind of go through the motions where no, like if this is where your end, your end goal is and you want to be that position or you want to be the CEO or you want to be the, whatever that looks like, if you want it that bad, you're going to go after it and you're going to do everything in your power to, to make sure that it, it, it happens. And when life gets in the way and throws you a curveball, you take a step to the left and you walk right past it and you're successful because of it. Yeah. In a, even if the curveball hits you, right? Oh, it's yeah. It's a momentary pain and you got to heal and recuperate from it. You come back. You got to keep going. You come back and you're usually, you're usually stronger because of it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Matt. I'm Jim. We will see you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim, and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.